everybody. Welcome back to the Quack Report, episode three of season number two. How are you doing today, Nate? Not too bad. How are you doing, bud? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, we're uh, we're in the middle of final season right now, so yeah, uh, we're, we're talking about this just briefly off air. But we sounds like we're both done our assignments now. It's it's just finals, uh, exams rather than projects, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Handed in my uh, my final assignment today, which is another group project. So that was nice to just get it out of the way. Yeah. So two two finals. First one opens up on Saturday, and here we go. Nice. So all your finals are are the ones where they open on a certain day, and you have like three or four or whatever days to write them. Yeah, I got three days for each of them. So. Okay. Do you prefer and, it that way, or do you prefer like come in at nine a.m. on this day and be done by noon on this day? Which way do you prefer? I. I prefer actually like the spread out, like kind of pick when you can. So, cause then if you do have other things, you can kind of work around them and whatnot. So it, it works a bit more to your schedule instead of you having to schedule around that. So. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, I, I definitely prefer it that way as well. So, yeah. So like if you needed a bit, if you need a bit more time, you can go until like the end of the time kind of thing. Right. So, or if you're ready, you can just get it done at the beginning and be done with it. Yeah. The only, the only issue with that though, is then you have to wait an extra probably three days to get your, get your marks back. So. Yeah. My, my stress level can't handle yeah, that. Exactly. Usually, <laughs> yeah. No, it is handy though. Like, cause if, if they say you have an exam like 9am on a Wednesday and then another one like 9am the next day, then it's like, well, now I got to prepare for two, like <laughs> yeah. back to back based or at the same time, basically. But if it's like, yeah. oh, you have one that opens on Wednesday and goes until Friday, and then you have another one that goes like Thursday to Saturday, it's less of you a big deal. So you can it. prepare for one on Wednesday and then write the other one on Saturday. Yeah, so exactly. It's a little bit more manageable, flexible, maybe. Yep. Yeah, I got lucky that, uh, yeah, my first test, three days, and then there's a break, like a one-day break in between, and then I have another three days to write my next one. So Oh, you got lots of time. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're laughing. Yeah, it's so. pretty good. Yeah, I got one on Friday, and then I got my next one next Tuesday, uh, and then the, the last one's a couple days later, so on a Thursday go. night. So uh, so the podcast on uh, the live episode on Sunday, I guess, will be a break for both of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it'll be a, be a good good break. It'll but good. Uh, don't expect anything big from the, the Wednesday episode next week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> be like a 15-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> 15. Hi, bye. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got a pretty actually decent sized episode today. We, we should get into it. Yeah, I, I think we should. We got a we got a little bit of everything, something for everybody in this one. No Mando talk though, so I guess no so. Mando talk. That's for Sundays, and we have two weeks left of that. So, oof. After oh, that, yeah. what are we gonna do on Sundays? I don't know. Hopefully, cocky comes back. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess we'll get into that in just a second. But just before we get into the hockey talk, uh, this is season two of the Quack Report. So we are back to two episodes a week, uh, which is why you're listening to us on Thursday. But be sure to tell your friends just in case they forgot that uh, that we're back in the middle of the week as well. Um, just poke you, them, flick them upside the head. Yo, Quack Report's back. No, you can't Listen touch to that. Right. No, you can't touch people right now. Oh, right. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're allowed to poke, what, poke you, them you on can, Facebook. There you go, Pokemon <laughs> Facebook. Oh my god, you remember when that was such a major annoyance? Yeah, dude, I had <laughs> friends that I didn't talk to like in person or over text, but we poked each other on. Yeah, Facebook. exactly. Each other <laughs> that was time. our friendship. That was it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, like they they do say to like bump elbows. So like, could you just Gordy house someone? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Elbow him upside the chin. Just hey, yeah. listen to the quack report. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Speaking of Facebook, though, we are uh, live streaming on Facebook on, on Sundays. So um, you can catch our Monday episode a little bit early if you watch that. Um, if you happen to miss the live stream, it'll be available on YouTube. Uh, again, totally in full. Uh, also on Twitter is where you can uh, leave comments. I guess you can leave comments on Facebook and YouTube as well. But I think yeah. most people here have, have Twitter, or at least in the hockey world have Twitter. So you can catch the live stream there, which will be at noon Pacific every Sunday. Woo! Um, oh, I guess this is a good time to bring up about Christmas as well, just before we get into it. So with uh, with Christmas being just around the corner, we are taking a just a brief break um, since normally we drop an episode on, I believe, Christmas Eve is the Thursday. And then yeah, I think so. New Year's Eve is also the Thursday, I believe. So um, because the, the network usually drops uh, episodes Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the biweekly shows, um, they're just kind of scrapping that one. So we'll be got, going back down to one episode a week near the end of the month. But I mean, you guys will be busy with Christmas. You're not going to want to listen to us talk anyways. So well, that's good to know. Cause I actually did not know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have just, I should have not said anything and just like, pre- like totally got you prepared for an episode and be like, Hey, I got this thing. Can you like do an outline and like everything all ready to go? And then oh, I was wait, actually no, it's, ready. It's I was ready to be like taking stuff home or like pre-recording an episode nah, for Christmas Eve. And then, nah, yeah, I didn't even think about new year's Eve, but yeah, no, no. So we're good for that. So you guys get a little bit of a break from us, which I don't know, you might like, you might not. But <laughs> two weeks in, they already need a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like two week, two times a week is way too much. <laughs> yeah, um, it'll be it'll be more fun when hockey comes back. Oh, for sure. Which let's get into that now, shall we? We haven't had a Fuck, good segue a good like that segue. in a long time. That's a good segue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like we were both thinking that too. Yeah. We're just on that line, you know. We just are. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm in you, you're in me, you know. We're just both of inside of each other. It's yeah. Great. It's great. Catch it on another website, www.somethinghub. No, I'm kidding. We're not on there. <laughs> <laughs> not that I know of anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not on there. Never know. Never I, know. Okay, really quickly though, I saw a great thing that said if you ever get okay, here's here's some great advice actually. If you ever film a sex tape put disney music in the background because then it'll get copyright claimed and it'll get pulled down if you don't want it to get leaked nice <laughs> so anytime you, you're shooting at home sort of video just make sure yeah. it's you got you got some mood music that uh is of the disney variety yeah exactly just start playing under the sea behind like in the background <laughs> Of all this, I don't know why, but of all the Disney songs, that's the one I was thinking of too. I think yeah. that, that's just that, that's the the sexiest Disney song. Out there. Uh, or I mean, like if it's, I mean, depending on the genre that you like to watch or that or do as well, uh, you could also have Circle of Life. I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that one's not my style, but not yeah. the style, but you never know, right? Yeah. It's got a good rhythm to it. Yeah. All right. Well, we totally messed up our <laughs> awesome segue with this. And I feel like I need to play the music again, too. So here we go. <laughs> per, uh, How did we even get on that? I have no idea, man. No idea. Per yeah. Greg Wyshynski on uh, uh, well, on everywhere, I guess that's his actual name. I was going to say on Twitter, but that's his, <laughs> that's his real life name. Um He's saying that the NHL is looking like it's going to start on January 13th and run for 56 games, uh, which would roughly take us till kind of end of 
or kind of May, beginning to mid-May, so about a month longer than usual, slightly shortened season. Nate's got the tweet up here if you're watching the video uh, that'll be up on YouTube. So uh, I'll just read it off here, quote from an NHL team exec this morning, for what it's worth, quote, NHL is season... NHL is season is starting January 13th. That, that's actually what he wrote. That's not me not being able to talk. Uh, confirmed last night, we are going to be playing 56 games, end quote, end quote again, because I think I opened those quotes twice. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it, it looks like we're going to see hockey pretty soon. It, it's basically all but confirmed at this point. Uh, we did have news earlier in the week that the, uh, the the whole money situation that was you know, causing some problems has, has just kind of been disregarded They're They're figuring out and now just kind of moving to how they're going to align divisions, the logistics, whether it's hubs or not, how many games start date, end date, all that fun stuff. So, um, at this point it's once that gets decided, then training camp starts is pretty much the deal. Yeah. And the rumor that I was seeing going around as well from, uh, I think it was from Elliot Friedman there was that non-playoff teams uh, from the last season. So that's, oh, geez. Okay, let's see if I can get the seven. Uh, Anaheim, San Jose, LA, so the three Californias. Buffalo, New Jersey. Um, Ottawa. Hold on a second, I got six. I'm missing You're one. missing the, the – I, I can't even give you a hint. This is just sad. <laughs> <Pathetic>. <laughs> It's even worse than this team's season that you can't remember this. Is it Florida? No. No, Florida. Yeah, it's Florida. What? Oh, okay. Oh, Detroit. (laughs) There you go. Detroit. (laughs) Dude, Detroit's been in the playoffs for the majority of our lives. Like, I just normally, at this point, you just just can't assume. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no... uh, Elliot Friedman said that they would get a, a few days extra of training camp. So not the full week that was promised, but a few extra days. So. Yeah, so I think it's... Which at this point, in... everybody's kind of in the same boat anyways. Those yeah. few extra days, are they like they are going to matter, but it's not like super essential in my opinion. Yeah, I think it was like the 28th or the 1st is what I was seeing for those non-playoff teams. Mm-hmm. And then playoff teams would start on the 3rd. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw both for... Um, for both of those, I, I saw the first and the third for uh, for playoff teams starting, and then just kind of a few days before for everyone else. So, mm. yeah, I would imagine uh, after Christmas we got uh, we got some some hockey to talk about. I mean, we have the World Juniors, anyways, like we've already mentioned. But yeah, um, we'll see what happens with that too. Uh, Alberta they just put in new restrictions. Yeah, as well. I so mean, we are. It's it's already starting. Like they've already kind of yeah. got it underway, so I think they're going to let it go for now. But we'll have to see what happens. So because that could also affect Calgary and Edmonton as well. Like for obviously the their NHL teams, because mm-hmm. um, these restrictions are for the next four weeks. Uh, what did I figure out that was going to come out to one, two, three? Uh, comes out to January tenth. Yeah, yeah I think I think twelfth is the official day. Yeah, they get lifted, but yeah, it's it's basically don't see anybody. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a little harsher up here, so unfortunately. So yeah, I mean, I think I don't know the exact details, but I think that California is kind of in the same boat where it's yeah, they it's are. like no outdoor gatherings, don't see anybody that you don't live with, kind of thing. Like yeah, 
Um, I think it's pretty similar anyways. I mean, you guys can correct us if we're wrong, but it's uh, that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. So, um, Which I guess can also kind of take us into our, our next topic, uh, also by from Greg Wyshynski here, uh, that hubs are still potentially an option due to uh, Anaheim, LA, and San Jose, obviously California, as well as Winnipeg, um, having local restrictions that uh, could prevent them from having games. Um, mm-hmm. And inviting other people, you know, into their territory. So, and then you know, add in Edmonton and Calgary to that as well, because yeah. Um, but that was just as of a couple of days ago, there. So, yeah. So, uh, Wachinski had put a thread out of a few different tweets uh, with an article that he wrote with ESPN. Um, so it's just saying that basically hubs are still on the table. So if there are hubs, then start date is going to get pushed from that January thirteenth. That's been uh, been going around. And, uh, oh geez. Um, yeah, so taking a look, like they have specific criteria for it. So it's saying that at the moment, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, the Columbus Blue Jackets, and the New Jersey Devils are actually all, f- uh, they all fit into this criteria. Um, so the criteria, so according to team sources, the league is, o- is considering only locations where one, an NHL team is the lone primary tenant since games will be played throughout the day every day. Uh, there are two sheets of ice available so teams can practice, and there are enough hotel accommodations for multiple teams and staff. That is coming from uh, the article from ESPN there. Yeah, and the NHLPA and, and the players just in general have come out and said they don't really want to hub it up again. So it's uh, I think this is kind of more of a last resort. I think that you know just travel within the realigned divisions is going to be the, the most preferable preferable option um, but obviously you're going to have to have it the same um, the, the same for everyone you can't have one team playing in a hub and then the other one that's traveling and then another one in a hub and another one that's traveling like it's you, you yeah. can't really do that so yeah I know the idea that was going around with the hubs is if you did like two weeks in the hub and then you took like two weeks off kind of thing but that would mm-hmm. be a really shortened season so it would be hard to fit in those 56 games yeah I, I think that it would basically be be that you play every day or or even some days you play two games one in the morning one at night yeah like, can you, you, um, like you'd be packing 10 please. to 12 games in those two weeks and could you imagine as an nhl player at that point playing two games a day you haven't done that since phantom maybe maybe like yeah. tournament hockey like yeah like i i think some of the young guys like anyone 25 and under could handle it but I think Ryan Getzlaff would like just collapse on on the ice. Yeah, I mean, I I, I meant that as a joke, but I shouldn't joke about that because that did actually happen <laughs> last season. Yeah. But, <laughs> not um, to Getzlaff, but for uh, no, yeah, Jay um, Bomeister. Bomeister, there we go. But so. yeah, it would definitely be interesting. That's where you would get the uh, what they call load management, um, which I know a lot of people aren't a fan of with the NBA and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. um, that's definitely where you'd have to have to implement it and who knows they might even be they might even be starting to implement it uh, this year in the nhl um because that like 56 games right that's more than the 48 that we've seen with lock lock ah, lockout shortened seasons yeah if, if they are going the extra month it should be roughly the same because 40 because the the january to April season that was what was that 2012 2013 I know we talk yeah. about it all the time yeah, yeah that one that one it ended when it normally does and it was 48 games but if you extend another month and you add that extra eight games then that's uh, like I, it was pretty packed in that 
that 12-13 season. So I, I think mm-hmm. that 56 is reasonable to still have it somewhat spread out uh, as yeah. you normally would. So um, we, we did also talk briefly about division realignment and, and I know we've talked about it before, but it seems a little bit more uh, for sure or positive, whatever you want to say. Uh, at, at least now, it, I, I think really the only ones that aren't set in stone are St. Louis and Minnesota and and where those teams are going to be. So the most recent one or uh, most recent, I don't even want to say theory, the most recent proposal, I guess that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. And this uh, was coming from the board of governors meeting as well. Was it not? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it didn't come from Gary Bettman's mouth, but it's supported by Gary Bettman and those kind of guys. So mm-hmm. um, basically you got the Canadian division, which, I don't even need to list off the teams for those. Uh, some other division, which is Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, uh, the two New Yorks, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington. So all those northeastern U.S. teams. Uh, Carolina, Columbus, Detroit, Chicago, Florida, Minnesota, Nashville, and Tampa, kind of the southern to central. And then you got the western um, U.S. division, Anaheim, Arizona, Colorado, Dallas, L.A., San Jose, St. Louis, and Vegas. So... California, the desert, and then uh, kind of the Midwest. The Midwest, yeah, I guess. Colorado, Dallas, and St. Louis slash Minnesota. Both of those teams are just so far away from everybody else <laughs> <Yeah>. that <laughs> it really doesn't matter who goes where. Um, yeah. yeah, I know, as we said before, I think we'd prefer Minnesota over St. Louis in the division. But I think either way, we're just going to get absolutely stomped on. Yeah, so. we are going to get screwed, I think, either way. Uh, what I hate I to s- be the Debbie Downers here, but <laughs> yeah. like, it's it's just what's going to happen. So My prediction was that with a 56-game with a season, we might go, what was, what was it, 22, 32, and 2. That's a lot of twos there. But yeah, so that's, you know, beating teams like LA and San Jose and getting a couple wins out of the other teams there so yeah you're bound we know to sneak it, a few out of yeah it. we know it can be done we did see it last year against some of these uh excuse me these better clubs um that this team can rise to that level so oh and yeah you can do it like they did last year we're gonna get a few extra wins out of it so yeah no it just it just comes down to consistency really so yeah it, you know the more consistent we are i think we can compete with teams like colorado and vegas but the well because we're so inconsistent, you know, we might beat Colorado one night and then two days later, just like absolutely shit the bed against Vegas or vice versa, yeah. or even, you know, beat Colorado and shit the bed against San Jose. Like, or yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, uh, again, this is all, all speculation, not really confirmed. It's all stuff we've kind of talked about before, but it's, it's just kind of one step further than it has been for the last month or so. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if you have anything you you really want to add here, Nate, but we got a little bit of time. Not really. I think we nailed all the, all the points that there is to nail for now, at least. So it's, it's still just a waiting game. Unfortunately, we you can talk about speculation and all that. And, uh, Oh, this exec said this, but until we get concrete information uh, coming from the NHL, then that's all it is just speculation. So every time I get like Sportsnet, uh, like the app, uh, popping up on my phone with like breaking news i'm like is it the nhl oh no it's it's soccer i don't care right now come on like you, you don't do that to me yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i feel the same way i'm just like i'm just itching for hockey man yeah like so much um yeah no i think that that 
pretty much wraps up the hockey talk. I think over the next couple of weeks, we'll have a little bit more to talk about. Um, the, there's even lots of rumors about stuff being confirmed later on this week. So uh, we're recording Wednesday night, as we usually do. Um, Thursday and Friday could be huge news days, and we have a big episode on Sunday or something like that. It's uh, yeah, uh, anything can happen. It's it's really just it's just a waiting game at this yeah. point. So, and, it, and yeah, it's not too long of a waiting game either, since we're basically a month out from this proposed uh, January thirteenth start date, which is I think ninety percent confirmed. I would say, yeah, exactly, give or take a day or two. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you want, uh, I mean, you know, obviously other news agencies are going to have the, you know, the news first of this kind of stuff, but if you want our takes on it or to, you know, kind of engage with us or, uh, the Quack Report community, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Quack Report Pod. You can also follow us on Instagram there. Yeah. And, um, uh, back with the whole engaging thing for, for the live streams on Sunday on, uh, both YouTube and, uh, Facebook, you can go to the Hockey Podcast Network's uh, pages for uh, those respective platforms there and and engage with us. I think that'll be uh, a good time to really engage with people when it comes mm-hmm. down to um, to this hockey stuff since it's yeah. been March since we've actually had, you know, real hockey stuff to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Man, I'm excited for the, uh, the Hockey Podcast Network's uh, After Hours show once hockey does come back. Like just oh, the dude, news so of messy. it, and that next episode is gonna be just yeah, it's gonna be an absolute shit show, but it's in a great oh, for way sure, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, let's. Uh, I, I guess let's move on with the rest of the the podcast here. We do, we do have a couple other uh, somewhat hockey related things later on in what's quacking, but uh, we won't get to that until after our uh, unplucked segment. But before we get to that, even um, let's uh, let's play the internal promo here from Brad Lieb's Life After Hockey podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Brad Lieb. I am a former professional hockey player and this is the Life After Hockey podcast. This is the place where I'll be interviewing former players and exploring their life after hockey journeys, including their successes, challenges, and the causes that they are passionate about. So please join me on the Hockey Podcast Network every Saturday for new episodes and follow me on Twitter at Brad M. Lieb for all my podcast updates. And until then, keep going and enjoy your life. Let's go life after hockey, baby. Woo! <laughs> that was crazy. That was Brad nice. Lieb, great guy. Yeah. And a great podcast. A great podcast too. I've uh, I've checked out a few episodes of it and it's uh it's very interesting conversation. So mm-hmm. um like I've mentioned before, it's not really super super hockey centric. It's more just ex hockey players talking about non-hockey related things so if uh if you are looking for something maybe a bit more hockey centric that's pretty big i guess on our uh on our network you guys can go check out the bolts broadcast uh i guess the same day that this episode drops thursday uh they have a great interview with uh the one and only doc emmerich 
So oh was, yeah, I totally forgot that was about pretty that. Pretty big. I remember yeah, like just seeing that on their social. I'd be like, how the hell did they manage to get him? And so that's an episode I'm going to be checking out on our network for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't even promote our episode tomorrow. Just be like, hey, we dropped an episode. <laughs> just go but look check at the out this one instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why we're bothering to record, man. Like they should just post <laughs> the the bolts broadcast 31 times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to promote the bolts broadcast and my appearance on uh, the Stick Hungry podcast for nick will try it i'm trying so hard to push nick to uh one of the options was miracle whip on bread this week and uh i'm, I'm trying to push for that to be the winner so just because like how much he squirmed when i suggested it the last time i was on so i want to see him yeah. eat that <laughs> i uh I, I i do like miracle whip i'm a big mayo guy and mayo yeah yeah <laughs> i shouldn't even put that in air quotes that's to be taken so wrong but like i i because Miracle Whip's not really mayo. It's, it's not mayonnaise. I don't even know. It's it's like cheese whiz, man. It's like cheese, <laughs> and it tastes like cheese, and it looks like cheese, but it's not cheese. Yeah, it's like Miracle Whip. But <laughs> it's processed. Um, but I love it, anyways. So yeah. <laughs> um, but when you said that you just used to eat it, just white bread, <laughs> not even toasted, right? It was just white bread. Yeah, it was just or and, like white bread or whole wheat bread. And Miracle Whip just like slapped on there, and you just crush yeah. that. I'm like, that's a and little like, much. <laughs> and like not even a thin layer. It was like the. Like Dylan just kind of described it best, actually. It's like the way you put on cream cheese on a bagel, like thick. Oh yeah, with that perfect swirl, like they have on those yep. Philly commercials. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sign so, up but yeah, so Nick wasn't a fan <laughs> of that, so I said, okay, that's gonna be one then that you have to guys that you guys have to put uh, as a as a, as a uh, an option this week. So, uh, if you guys want to see uh, one of the hosts on the Stick Hungry podcast, uh, Nick Floor, hopefully. The, the whole goal of that show, actually, is that we want Nick to throw up from something that he's tried. Has he done it yet? No, he hasn't thrown up yet. He's like, like even on the last episode, he got, uh, yeah, they hadn't put up a poll or anything. So he just went to get something from like the world market that's by him. And uh, he got like a double chocolate wafer. And it's like, dude, of course that's going to be good. Like <laughs> you, you got to get something that's like you don't know what it's going to be like. So, yeah. But yeah, so I'm I am very much pushing for him to try the Miracle Whip on uh, on bread. So be sure to head over to their uh, Twitter account as well and to vote for Miracle Whip on bread because I want to see this guy throw up or at least just squirm at like like as he does it. So because I told him if that does get voted in, I'll uh, I'll eat it with him on that show. He told <laughs> me it was just going to be a snack, which I mean true, but like <laughs> yeah. It's uh you should uh you should do it like a Twinkie where you like just squirt it in like roll it up and so you can bite into it and like squirts out. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's that, yeah that's that's how I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So let's. Uh. I, I think that's enough Miracle Whip talk. If you if you want more, I guess you can check out the Stick Hungry podcast. But <laughs> yeah. Uh. Let's get into the uh, Quack Report Unplugged here. So we're uh, we're going back to the Spider-Man talk, which we kind of opened up this segment with, or close to. Um, what I think it was the second time we do, we did this segment, or third maybe. First, or, first or second. Yeah. Either way, we yeah. we, uh, we talked about the potential of the uh, Spider-Verse uh, in the MCU. So with Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire uh, potentially reprising their roles in the Untitled Spider-Man Three film, um, and. Here's a, here's a picture if you're watching the live stream of all the Spider-Men together, along with Doctor Strange, who has also been confirmed for uh, um, a role in the upcoming Spider-Man 3 film. 
So um, we do have some other news to, to bring up here. I don't remember if we talked about it last time, so we're tossing it in uh, again as uh, Jamie Foxx was confirmed as Electro. Um, I, I think I'm going out of order of your pictures here, Nate. So a I'm little sorry. bit. So I was <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so we'll get to that maybe a little bit later. But the most recent yeah. news is uh, is Alfred Molina's um, Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock, uh, um, which was in Spider-Man 2. Uh, he's been confirmed to reprise that role in the upcoming movie. So exciting news there. Yeah. Um, what's uh, what, what were your opinions here on uh, on Doc Ock as, or as Alfred Molina as Doc Ock? Sorry. I loved Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. I still remember going to this movie. Um, I think we talked about it before. Like, I do remember going to all of these Spider-Man movies, uh, like, as a kid and whatnot. But uh, this one I do remember was uh, I'd come up. I think we were visiting. Like, yeah, I was visiting my grandparents at that. And there was something going on. So my mom just said, hey, let's like just kind of get out of the way for a bit and we'll go see a movie. And uh, so obviously little kid big spider-man fan so we went to see spider-man 2 and uh yeah i like the dvd that i had of this i'm surprised that thing isn't like burned like it can't work anymore i'm surprised mm-hmm. that like it does still of the amount of times that i have watched this movie and as i got older the more i started to appreciate like you know the acting and everything else uh like the behind the scenes and whatnot and uh this was the movie that did introduce me into Alfred Molina. And yeah, I can't imagine anybody else in this role, honestly. No. Yeah. There's and, a reason uh, they haven't recast Dr. Octopus in, in any of the yeah. other trilogies or series that they've done. Like he's, yeah, he so just did was, such a great job. Yeah, he did for sure. Um, like the villain aspect of it, but also just the, you know, the human side. Right. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, he did that, uh, did that great. And um, I was definitely excited by this news, but it also had, you know, the the fan nerd theories, conspiracy theories going on in my head of like, oh, like, how are they going to go with this movie and how are they going to make this work? Because spoiler alert for a movie that is 16 years old at this point, Doc Ock dies at the end of the original Spider-Man 2. Um, so I'm just trying to think of like how they might make this work. Is he playing that same uh, doc, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2? Or is he going to be playing like another universe's version and they're just using the same actor? Uh, mm-hmm. Or how's that going to work? Yeah. So. Or where are they in the timeline? Like relatively, like yeah. it could be, you know, we, the multiverse crosses over and we're somewhere in the middle of Spider-Man 2, like the original Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And that's kind of my thought process with this too. Like, I think it would be kind of cool if it was like, um, say like the uh the clock tower fight before they land on the uh and like as they're falling before they hit the train say a portal opens up and takes doc ock by like by accident leaving that like or even like taking toby mcguire with them at that point too like mm-hmm. they fall into the portal instead of onto the train which you know you get this scene uh if you're watching the video here of uh like this still but maybe that's a way that that's kind of introduced so kind of mm-hmm. It's kind of, I guess, the idea that they had in uh, like the animated Into the Spider Verse of like they all kind of just got taken at random points. Um, I think that would be pretty interesting too, because you would mm-hmm. still have that evil version uh, being taken over by the arms, right? And if you know, you know your uh, your comic book history or your Spider-Man history at least, uh, Doctor Octopus was the man who put together the Sinister Six, which I think is where we're going to be going with this, also. Yeah, and I mean, 
especially with if there's the the crossover of the Amazing Spider-Man series, that's where that was building to as well was the Sinister Six. Yeah. And we we had this unnamed man in a hat that appeared at the end of the movies. And I think they gave him a name now that wasn't um, oh. Otto Octavius. I don't remember who it was, but, you know, they the could. gentleman. That's who it was. Yeah. 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 So uh, it's it's not going to they can't necessarily make him be that uh, mysterious man, but they could still have him. I don't know. They could they could make it work, but I, I think yeah. there's a potential for you know half the Sinister Six to come from the original trilogy, half to come from the other one, or a third, mm-hmm. a third, and a third from the new one, or however it works. But I yeah. want to go back to what you were talking about about the um, the uh, the clock tower scene because there's a clock tower scene at the end of the Amazing Spider-Man two as well um, with Gwen and the Goblin. Or it's not a clock. Oh no, it is a clock tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah it clock is. tower. Yeah, yeah. So it's um there's a potential for for those scenes to overlap do some cool um cutting between those you know changing maybe even changing history a little bit being like oh uh, again spoiler alert for a movie that is now 5 or 6 years old whenever amazing Which spider-man, one? The two, amazing comes spider-man out. 2 were uh the two. 6 years old 6 years yeah, yeah. um you, you know gwen stacy somehow gets saved by a portal opening up or she land or or whatever um whatever happens in there, you know, history changing in some extent because these mm-hmm. universes are overlapping. New people are coming in, people are falling through portals and, and shit like that. So, yeah, um, I think it could be super interesting. Uh, you know, if we get a teaser trailer sometime soon, because this movie is only about a year out, that's you know, we could have a little bit more to talk about that way. Um, but we, uh, I think we spend a lot of time on Alfred Molina because this that's only about half the news. Um, the other one, which is about 95% confirmed, I would say, is yep. uh, Kirsten Dunst uh, from the original trilogy as well, set to return as uh, MJ, uh, the original MJ in uh, in this movie as well. Uh, again, not totally confirmed, but still pretty rumored. Um, and if you're watching the stream, you'll also notice uh, Emma Stone slash Gwen Stacy. And uh, she's also r- rumored to be in talks for coming back there, so. Yeah, so as far as we know, yeah, Kirsten Dunst is has been reported as confirmed for this. Emma Stone, it's been confirmed, but not by any sources that I recognize, at least. No reliable uh, Kier- ones. Yeah, yeah, Kirsten Dunst has been uh, by places that I do recognize, at least, uh, in this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. But, uh, you know, of course, if you bring in Kirsten Dunst's uh, Mary Jane, then, well, what about Emma Stone? Um Kind of that idea that you were bringing up as well, that could be a possibility and you kind of change up that timeline a little bit. Uh, But I think it would actually be interesting to, you know, have Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man still be the one actually. So take place after the, like the amazing Spider-Man two and have him be the only one who's actually lost somebody like lost his girlfriend, I guess at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, because Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, as far as we know, uh, like at the end of Spider-Man 3, right, they they were, like, Mary Jane was at least still alive. We don't know if mm-hmm. they necessarily got back together or what, but they at least kind of reconciled yeah. uh, with the events that happened in that movie. Um, Tom Holland's uh, Michelle Jones, MJ, uh, Zendaya, is, you know, still alive and well at this point. So I think that would be kind of an interesting dynamic as well if, if you had mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield be the one who has lost somebody while you, they still have like 
while Toby and Tom Holland still have their girls, essentially. I think that could be an interesting dynamic, too. I think so, too. And even to add another layer, and I mean, you know, it's possible this movie could be four hours long. I don't think it will be. Yeah. Like, there's so much you could actually explore. Like, there's nothing saying that Emma Stone is, or or Kirsten Dunst are playing their characters from that actual series. Because we've seen J. Jonah Jameson as a different, or, or sorry, um, J.K. Simmons. J.K. <laughs> Simmons. There we go. We've seen him do a different J. Jonah Jameson in the Tom Holland MCU verse than we have in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Same actor though, so it's possible we could see Emma Stone play um, Gwen Stacy in this universe in the MCU one. Andrew Garfield is like, "Oh my God, you're Gwen Stacy," and she's like, "Yeah, who the hell are you?" <laughs> yeah. The other idea that uh, I know has been going around for a bit, because if you're going to bring the idea of the like the Spider-Verse essentially into this, well, who started it off already, at least for movies, Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So I know we talked about that in the last episode, but uh, you know, if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Gwen is in that movie. Mm-hmm. You could still have Emma Stone pop up. Maybe it's that version, though, of Spider-Gwen. I think that yeah, could be interesting possible. as somebody who has already dealt with other Spider-Men mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a thread that way. I think uh, that would be interesting as well. Yeah. The thing with this is like, there's so many possibilities. There is. It's just like, it's, no one can even guess. Like if anyone guesses the plot of Spider-Man three, I will send them $10 because that's all I'm willing to bet. <laughs> but like, it's not going to happen. I'm still going to have that $10. There's no yeah, way. Yeah, Like we can speculate so many different answers to what, the question is of like, what's this movie going to be about necessarily? Um, we might land on one of our crazy ideas. So. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> and the thing like, is, there is no crazy ideas because literally you can do anything. Yeah, exactly. You want. You, you, you're not constrained to like the bounds of reality, especially mm-hmm. with, with Doctor Strange, who's yeah. the master of bending time and reality. So, One idea that kind of just came to me actually I don't know if you ever played uh, Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. Mm-mm. No. So that had Spider-Man's or Spider-Man from different realities. They never crossed over though until like the very end. That was kind of in a kind of in like just like a middle part between all the different dimensions. But they all had to you know work together to like find different pieces of uh, it was a tablet of time in that game. But it was kind of like spread out throughout different realities. So we could actually not see these Spider-Man crossover till the end, which I know that would kind of suck for some people. But then you also don't have that, oh, you have so many characters packed into one area. Mm-hmm. So kind of think think about the Star Wars movies do it. Of You have th- like, a, like two or three adventures going on, right? But you focus kind of on each one at a time. Mm-hmm. So you could have that. So in a way, you wrap up, you kind of give like a mini Spider-Man 4 to Tobey Maguire. You give a mini Amazing Spider-Man 3 to Andrew Garfield. But obviously, the bulk of it is going to be Tom Holland's Spider-Man 3. So I think yeah. that could be a possibility also. So that's why you'd still get Alfred Molina. So that something does change in you know, Spider-Man 2, like the original one. Get maybe gets tweaked a little bit. Uh, Andrew Garfield's could still be after Spider Man 2. I think that could be interesting, also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just kind of throwing out ideas here. 
Yeah, no, the yeah, like there's so many different possibilities. So many ideas. We, could, we could sit here for hours and just like, you know, crack beers and, and like yeah. just come and like totally just go go off on it. But I uh, If anybody I, else has any suggestions, feel free to uh send them my way at Quack Report Pod or yeah. at Tate Namas on you, Twitter. You love thinking about this kind of shit. So. I will <laughs> yeah, I will engage in a full conversation with you on Twitter and just go off about it. Oh, I yes. yeah, I'll I, do it. I, I've experienced it. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, uh, uh, I guess there's also Electro. Uh, I believe that's your next picture, right? Uh, oh, oh next no, it is not. Your next one's Daredevil. Okay, we can go there. We can go there. So, um, yeah. Charlie I have a Cox, feeling who, where this might go. Okay. So, sorry, go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, Charlie Cox, who played Daredevil in the Netflix series that lasted for three seasons. Uh, there's been rumblings of him coming back as well um, with the deal with Netflix he was not allowed to appear in any other Marvel content, really, really any other content as Daredevil uh, until two years after the series ended. Well, that series ended October of 2018. So we're now just slightly past that. So it's very, it's in, it's contractually possible that he, he could appear. So, and of course, Daredevil and Spider-Man in the comics, lots of crossover there, lots of working together, both of them being uh, from New York there. I'll be at different neighborhoods, but yeah. still. Um, so there, there's rumors. This one was from uh, TVLine.com. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about them. I think they're kind yeah, of Yeah, this one is just a heavy thing, so. rumor for now. So there's nothing to confirm it or anything like that. So Yeah, the, the only thing I found interesting was uh, a statement by Netflix at the end that happened at some point. Uh, oh, it was when they announced that the... Daredevil show was canceled. It says, while the series on Netflix has ended, the three existing seasons will remain on the service for years to come, while the Daredevil character will live on in future projects for Marvel. So it's uh it's it's been teased for a long time that this could potentially happen. Mm-hmm. Um so Nate, yeah, go ahead with uh with what you think here. <laughs> so this is an idea that was thrown around for quite a while as well. Um and there is kind of a storyline in there. So and I think this would work if you kind of put in that shattered dimensions idea that I just brought up. So of like having like kind of three different storylines going on. So in the MCU right now, Peter Parker just got ousted as Spider-Man by Mysterio. So who better to, you know, help him? Like he's, he's probably going to need a lawyer to, you know, prove he's innocent and not Spider-Man. Uh, who better than Daredevil, right? Matt Murdock. Yeah. Who so, is a lawyer, if you're unfamiliar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and it wouldn't be the first time that, you know, we've seen Matt Murdock work with Peter Parker, not necessarily Daredevil work with Spider-Man. Um, in the uh, 1990s animated series, uh, that was a plot line, actually, that, Phil, that Wilson Fisk had framed Peter Parker uh, and Matt Murdock uh, works to clear his name pro bono. Hmm. So yeah, that could, that could be, be interesting. A possibility, I, think. I think I think that would be probably a more likely way because otherwise you've got three Spider-Men, um, Electro, uh, Doctor Strange, Alfred Molina uh, as Doc Ock, whatever other um, you, you know villain Spider-Man's facing in this yeah. one, and then also Daredevil. Like adding Daredevil into the mix would be a lot, and, yeah. and I think we would get to what you're talking about, where it's just like way too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, Way too many cooks in Hell's Kitchen. Uh, you know, puns. <laughs> um, hey, where's your uh, wah, wah, wah horn? Oh, God. Which one is it? 
Thanks. I, it's it's this, the biggest thing on my desk, and sometimes I forget that I have it. But, um, so I think having uh, Daredevil appear just as as Matt Murdock could be a, a little bit less um, intense, maybe for mm-hmm. um, for packing too many characters in, because you, you can't give Matt Murdock a huge role uh, as a yeah. lawyer. He's not the most exciting, so mm-hmm. not as exciting as being Daredevil, anyways. So not as Daredevil, but I mean. In that series as well, like you, you did have Peter Parker and Matt Murdock, but you did also have Spider Man and Daredevil at the same time. But them not knowing that the other person, like that, they were helping each other essentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but. I think I think that would be cool for sure. So um, yeah, and then I guess the the last thing you got here is uh, a, a picture of Jamie Foxx's Electro. This one was uh, one of, if not the first, to be confirmed so yeah and uh, to really spark the idea that yes we could be seeing crossover uh, of spark. spider-man spark. yeah that wasn't that wasn't meant to be that, that wasn't intentional i promise <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one though <laughs> yeah you, you should have said you meant to do it but yeah so th- like like you said this uh, kind of got the ball rolling here so uh, i'm excited for that i loved jamie fox's electro I think the character yeah. was interesting. Uh, the portrayal was good. Good villain too. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah, in general, definitely. So. Yeah, definitely. Just Spider Man Two just ran into too many storylines, which I'm kind of getting scared with this movie, or like just kind of trying to pack in too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing that happened to Batman as well. You could argue maybe with Batman Forever, but especially with Batman and Robin, just too many, you know, too many villains and that kind of thing. Um, so definitely see kind of what happens, but yeah, Jamie Foxx's, uh, you know, confirmation of being in this movie is definitely what kickstarted like, okay, maybe this idea of having the three spider, like live action Spider-Man come together. Maybe that isn't actually so far fetched if you're having Andrew Garfield's villain join in on Tom Holland's movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's. Like it's entirely possible too that you know they're just like, hey, he did a great job in this movie. Let's let's bring him back to play the same yeah. role. It's entirely possible, but it's the, the with with this movie supposed to be about a multiverse and with multiple characters coming back to play the same role. It's like mm-hmm. pretty likely that it it's not just because he did a good job of the role. It's to yeah, it's to bring him in to you know initiate this crossover. I guess yeah. So just as an idea, I'm trying to think of like for certain characters how it may work just kind of timeline wise or anything like that. But we could see for we could see like two villains, I think, from each Spider-Man because math lesson for you. Two times three is six. Sinister six. So I think we could have potentially say um, for Tom Holland's universe get uh Matt Gargan, who um, he showed up for a little bit in Spider-Man Homecoming, but Matt Gargan is the Scorpion. Uh, you get the Vulture, and played by Michael Keaton, um, and then go into uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. You have Alfred Molina, and there's been kind of speculation as to where... Um, the new why am i forgetting his name right now but the morbius movie that's going to be coming out oh yeah yeah um, i totally forgot about that one too why am i forgetting the actor's name right now he's the singer of 30 seconds to mars also i'm hating myself for forgetting this oh uh 
Oh, God. I almost said Jay Leno, and I was like, that's not it. Jared Leno. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, because there's, there's kind of wonders about like where that really goes because mm-hmm. we had Michael Keaton's Vulture show up uh, at the end of that trailer, but the poster behind has the Tobey Maguire costume of Spider-Man and like saying murderer. So I don't know. I think you could potentially see, say, uh, Morbius and uh, Alfred Molina be the two Tobey Maguire villains. Right. And Morbius just wasn't somebody we had seen yet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with Andrew Garfield, you have Electro and, I know they were talking about bringing in Craven the Hunter. So you could mm-hmm. have from that universe, essentially. So, yeah, there is still Rhino, too, if you wanted. Oh, yeah, there is Rhino as yeah. well. So. There you go. Because he, he was kind of the big one that was teased throughout Spider-Man 2. Yeah, so it, it would, might fit a little better with Electro. But yeah, you could also have without introducing uh, entirely new characters. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess the Amazing series is actually a little bit different in the way that none of the villains actually died, right? Like, no. in all the Tobey Maguire movies, they all died except for the Sandman. But, yeah, so Norman Osborn, Green Goblin died. Uh, Doc Ock died. Um, then going to Spider-Man 3, Venom died. Harry Osborn died. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Flint Marco, Sandman, was the only one who survived. Go to the Amazing series, uh... The lizard survived, so he could be another potential yeah. as well. Um, then you get, yeah, uh, Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin wasn't killed, um, though I doubt that's who they would be bringing back. Um, well, it wasn't the best Green Goblin, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the best. And I, I'm guessing that like with the MCU and you know it being such a massive universe, Norman Osborn does play a big role outside of Spider-Man in the Marvel comics. Mm-hmm. So I could see them wanting to utilize him in some other way. Yeah. Um, but yes, we did see him kind of explode, but there was not really a confirmation, I guess, that Jamie Foxx's Electro is dead. No, so, no, no, because he's um, like, he, he's really just kind of an entity now. Like he, he's made exactly, up of electricity. Yeah. So it, it it's more like you said, yeah, he just exploded, but we, we don't see a body or, or anything. It's possible yeah. he's living in the grid of New York and just doesn't have enough power or enough of yeah, a being can't to put himself be together, back or whatever. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say Doc Ock, Morbius, Electro, uh, Rhino, Vulture, Scorpion. It's a pretty good lineup, actually. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, that'd be pretty solid. For sure. So yeah, uh, I know some people may say, "Well, what about Venom?" I don't think we're going to be seeing that with the MCU just yet. Not not uh, because because so- Sony's still doing their thing with Venom, right? Yeah, and I'm sure the MCU, like Marvel Studios, would love to do kind of their own thing if they can. So you know, give mm-hmm. it a few years. As much as they are filming Venom two right now, um, you'd have to give it a bit of time to differentiate. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know. That's the only sad part about that. I love that movie and I'm excited for the second one, like for Venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would like to see what happens with the MCU. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, I, I think there's lots of interesting things that are going to come out in the, the next few weeks, potentially, or at least the next year for sure. So we uh, we got a lot of, a lot of interesting 
things to discuss. So maybe we should leave some of it for, for next time, I think. But yeah, we'll leave you with that. Just a, a nice picture of Doctor Strange and the three Spider-Men. Um, yeah. I mean, we didn't even talk about Doctor Strange and how he's going to exactly work into this. Obviously, he's going to be like with dimension hopping and that sort of thing. But yeah, he's kind of like, going to be the key the, into everything, I think. But yeah, but like, what's like how big of a role is it going to be? Because it'll it'll probably be um, like a Nick Fury, Tony Stark kind of role, right? But I think so. Yeah, I think we should leave that for next time. Uh, because again, we could get into that for another twenty yeah. minutes. And, uh, <laughs> that one, I actually, I don't even have a starting point. I'm like. Okay, how like how can this happen? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, all I know is that it's gonna be the dimensions. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so let's get into our, our next and final segment here. What's quacking? <laughs> uh, so Nate, you got a couple things you uh, wanted to bring up here. Uh, let's. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Which one you want to start with? Um. Hmm. Do we want to? Okay. Actually, I'll kind of throw it back to you. Do we want to leave the listeners with a question, or do we just want to leave them with something funny? Let's leave them with something funny. Something funny. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with this. So this comes from Ian Mendez, who is a uh, TSN uh, columnist, and he posed a pretty good question actually to uh, to Twitter here. Uh, so NHL fans, would you be okay if the league sold sponsorship rights to the division names for this upcoming season as a way to recoup some lost money, i.e. the Tim Hortons Canadian division? Carter, what are your thoughts on this? I wouldn't mind it. It's it's definitely preferable to slapping uh, slapping ads on jerseys and helmets and all that stuff. Um, I Yeah, honestly, I don't really care because it's not like I'm going to be walking around being like, oh, yeah, did you watch any of the games from the Tim Hortons Canadian division this week? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm just going to say Canadian division. And then every time they talk or bring up the Canadian division stats, it's going to have the Tim Hortons logo. Like, yeah, I don't care. It's it's not a big deal. If, if it means that they're not going to shove a bunch of other ads down my throat, then sure, we can have, I don't know, Tim's Canadian division. Um, I know Honda's a big sponsor of the NHL. They'll probably sponsor the... California slash Western division. Like I, I think people would go go hard for that. Yeah. Oh, another yeah, one I, I thought of too today was uh Amazon because they they did the, the Seattle new arena, climate oh, pledge yeah. arena. Uh, I wonder if they would do the uh like the northeastern one and call it like climate pledge division because that nobody has to travel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can oh, take a bus to the arena name. and then I take know. a bus home. Yeah. I know we talked about this at one point, but what an awful name for an arena. Yeah, it's not the best. It's not sure. good. I would have honestly taken like Amazon Arena over that. Yeah, and I mean so. you could have like a jungle cafe open up in there or something. But. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, like I get, I get what Amazon's doing though. Like they want to be like, yeah. oh, we're, we're carbon neutral, like promoting. Like I think the message yeah. is good. It's just a stupid fucking name. So. Yeah, it's just a bad name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the naming of the division? Yeah, I I don't hate this either. I mean. Like think to the All Star Game, even every type of uh, like skills portion has mm. a different sponsor put on it. Yeah, um, and the All Star Game itself is sponsored by Honda, is it not? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's who it's been the last couple of years. I think, yeah, so. yeah, but like, yeah, you're yeah, right. Every, All the other ones have different sponsors. Yeah, too. everything is sponsored basically in the NHL, like most other sports, outside of the trophies. 
and the divisions and the league itself, I guess. Yeah, and the teams. Yeah. So, yeah. But, like, uh, but everything else, you're right, has a sponsor. So I yeah. don't care if, if it means that they're not going to shove jerseys in my face every month and like make me watch or extend intermissions to 45 minutes to make me watch yeah. more ads or whatever they're going to do. Like, or put, like, God, if they put ads on jerseys, like, I'm never buying Yeah, see, and that's, that's the no-no that. that I know got brought up a couple years ago, and fans right away were like, fuck that. Yeah, so. it's like, like, come up with any other way. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I listened to the Oil Country podcast, which used to be the um, Oilers podcast on THPN, but they, they separated now, but they're still doing their own thing. And they were talking about tons of different ways to for the NHL to raise money beyond um you, you know ads on jerseys and, and stuff yeah. like that um See, and, and we won't get into it too much but like yeah. you, all you got to do is sit down for half an hour and you can come up with a, a list of 20 better different ideas. ideas yeah yeah the jersey is definitely one that i is a big no-no for me um like growing up like you remember playing minor hockey and there was an advertisement in a way on your jersey of some sort yeah right? i mean it was one usually but still though it's like i remember being like the kiwanis flames one year and it was like you just had kiwanis on the back instead of a nameplate so it's like whatever i don't care yeah it's even like my junior jerseys they have an advertisement on them for like for a sponsor right yeah it's like well so like nice without that yeah like locally i get it even in like some smaller european leagues i get it 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 helps it helps pay for things but for something like the nhl I don't see it, and you're, you're I too big of a league to to make your yeah. jerseys look that awful. <laughs> and, and like it is different from soccer and whatnot, right? Because like, yeah, soccer's had the advertisements on there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, European hockey, yeah, they've done it for a long time too. There's some that are pretty distasteful for the amount of ads. Like they mm-hmm. look like a walking newspaper, or not yeah. not even a newspaper, a flyer. Um, but there's some that do it right. Yeah. Um, with just like a little bit, but just for the NHL, that's. Like it's not something you ever think of, right? Like, yeah, the the jersey is almost like the one thing that's sacred that mm-hmm. shouldn't really be touched with advertisements. And I know somebody might bring up, well, you know, they do technically have an advertisement with like the jersey supplier. So I got a here. I got a jersey right here. Okay. <laughs> uh, so with like the Adidas jerseys that they've had for the last few years, right? This is all that it is. Just a little tiny one on the back of the collar. That's all it's right? ever been, too. Exactly. Yeah. Like you had the occasional one that was on like the bottom what, of the sleeve. What jersey was that, Nate? Uh, oh, that was my uh, <laughs> that was my new LA Kings jersey. So I am uh, I am. Oh, come on! It's for the it's for the thirty one collection. You know that. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Do you have I, any I, idea what? Does, what does this logo mean to you, Nate? What it, tell me? <laughs> what does this mean to you? Ducks fly together. Exactly. So what is that garbage? <laughs> it's for the collection. I am at ten now of the thirty. That's pretty good. Team, so I, I'm getting there. Slowly getting there. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, that's the only, I guess, kind of sponsor name that is on there, and it's so tiny. Like it's less than the size of my palm, right? But even if you start putting two of those or three of those it starts to get a little bit cluttered. Yeah, for sure. So, for sure. yeah, I, that's just something I don't want to see get touched. So Yeah, no, for sure. I, I agree 100%. Um, but you guys let us know, too, what uh, what you think um, about the, the whole advertising and how the NHL can make more money. Um, 
because obviously they're they're hurting for revenue, as we talked about on the last episode. Uh, the Samuelis, owners of the Ducks, had to lay off a bunch of staff, and we're we're not the only ones either. So uh, everybody's hurting for for cash here. So um, the so yeah, let us know what you guys think about you, you know naming the the divisions or sponsoring of the divisions, I guess. And may, maybe there is you guys have some good reasons why they shouldn't. Maybe you're in it, you agree with us, but either way, let us know on, on Twitter or whatever, and uh, we can have a have a little discussion about it. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the last thing you want here? This is this I guess just a fun one to get you into the <laughs> December mood. So yeah. So if you're uh, if you're watching the video, you'll get a little bit more out of it, but it's still pretty good audio as well. So this is a uh, this is just a TikTok that I came across. I know I'm gonna have somebody be like, oh, what the fuck TikTok? But this one's good. Gets you a little bit more into the holiday spirit. Um, remember the uh, oh, what was what was the original one? It was. Um, like the what's your name, Tony? No idea. Fuck you, Tony. You haven't seen that one? Okay, so it's based off of that one. This one comes from user it's Nate Shaw on TikTok. Uh, it's with uh, you know, the Grinch and Santa Claus got a little bit of beef going. What's your name? What? What is your name? The 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 Grinch. You Grinch, what's your name? Well, I'm Santo, of course. F- you Santa, f- you, f- you. It's a pretty good Jim Carrey impression, honestly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll give him that for sure. The, the Jim Carrey is spot on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just something fun, you know, the Grinch and Santa yelling "fuck you" at each other. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's if that was like. For real, like that would be hilarious. If that would like, be <laughs> the actual Grinch and the actual Santa Claus, but still yeah. funny. It's it's good. Uh, I, I don't understand TikTok. It's it's a, <laughs> it's a weird kind of humor, I guess. I don't know, or maybe yeah. it's just what you see on TikTok that I don't understand. <laughs> I uh, I have no desire for it. That's fair. But that that yeah. one's good though. So usually the ones you send me are, are fine. They're but they're it, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> send you the good ones. Yeah. Um, well, I guess that, uh, that pretty much wraps it up here. So I don't have anything else to add. Do you? No, I got nothing else except just, you know, keep following, uh, public health measures, wear a mask, social distance, be safe, All that fun stuff. be good people. Yeah. Don't be a dick. I guess the, the, sorry, wash really quickly just to, yes, <laughs> you said wash your balls, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Definitely do that. That's, that's good. Um, yeah, the, uh, the UK vaccinated their first, uh, First yeah, they did. Set of people the other day, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, and um, Canada just uh, they just authorized uh, that, mm-hmm. or not authorized, but like, ah, what's the word? I'll go uh, with authorized. Approved. Yeah, there approved. you go. Yeah, yeah, they, they approved, the, approved that the, vaccine. They ordered the something stupid well. like twenty million. Or yeah, whatever for whenever. Well, because that one's supposed done, to be so. two doses, like a month or two apart, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know the logistics, but either yeah, way, that, we're, we're yeah. making steps that eventually we don't have to go out with a mask, which is cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Where can they uh, where can they talk to you about more Spider-Man stuff, Nate? Uh, you can find me specifically on Twitter at Tate Namas. Just swap the N and the T around in Nate Thomas. Nice. And if uh, if you want to talk Spider-Man with me, you can uh, follow me at Carter underscore pots underscore 97 on Twitter. And I'll just direct you to Nate's DMS because he's probably going to be <laughs> more likely to answer than me. Um, and then you can also follow the network at quack report pod or, or fo- sorry, follow the show at quack report pod on Twitter and Instagram, follow the network at hockey pod net. Um, 
Those are also both on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, we will uh, see you guys for the live stream on Sunday, I guess. Uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time, whatever that is for your time zone. So have a good one. We'll see you on the weekend. See ya.